Hello and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic McCurio and I'm here with Laura Wine. Bok. Hello. I was trying to like go for a slight sort of wrestling announcement. Thing. Laura Weinbach is in the ring. Yeah. And with us tonight for the first time, Strings. Yo, what's up? Strings, uh, if you don't know, is um, a brand new act uh, from Oakland, California. Um, just making his way for the very first this is actually his first public appearance actually uh, he's currently wearing some uh, shades some green shades uh, maybe we'll take a picture and let everybody see no we, we was live on Instagram the other night so you know, <laughs> oh. that was that was public we oh, okay. as in you sick, sick, and your sick. other two selves and your posse maybe yeah. you and your posse <laughs> yeah Anyways, um, you know, we got a great show for you. We're going to be talking about The the Duchess, which is a 2008 film starring uh, Keira Knightley and directed by... Yeah. <laughs> was that... That was a, like a hell yeah for Keira Knightley. Oh, that was... I'm uh, a huge fan. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> and it's directed by Saul Dib. <laughs> but we will be talking about... By who? About Saul Dib? Saul Dib. <laughs> his name look what can i tell you that's the hey, truth you knew more than i did Saul Dib. i mean i had to look this shit up yeah, what's up my name that? is Saul Dib. Wait, you think i just like knew that you think i just like knew that off the <laughs> no, back of my hand not. or something no i looked that shit up what Saul does he Dib? tell people was like my name is Saul Dib. people call me salty dibs <laughs> salt dip yeah i was think. i was actually when i looked up his name i will admit i was thinking of those uh dip that like you were you dip the candy it's like a you lick it and dip it you know what i'm talking about so- Fun dip. Fun dip. <laughs> Why couldn't I think of the name for that? Oh my that? god, where the fuck have you been for the last fun 25 dip. years? Well, where has fun dip been for the last 25 years? On every shelf of every store I is could possibly Is it truly really? It. Yeah. You always in Target? Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? You can find it at Target? Target. Can you find it at your local 7-Eleven? You can find it at Target, Kmart, Pick and Save, is Big Lots, etc. Bed Bath & Beyond? Hell no. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll uh, be talking B-B-B-B. about <laughs> we're talking about Big Dibs uh, film. In so a I was bit. thinking that his name sounded more like Salty Dick, <laughs> you know, just uh, to put it out there. Oh, oh, Sal Dib. I wasn't salty, thinking of salty fun dick. Sal Dib, Salty Dick. I don't know. I just immediately thought of like a dick dipped in salt. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, I wanted to bring up something with you though. Okay, let's both do you, it. both sure, of you, please. strings included. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, there's been uh, some scuttlebutt in the news lately with, uh, <laughs> with um, what, is that, what are you laughing about? Scuttlebutt? Scuttlebutt. You haven't heard this word before? <laughs> well, no. let, me, let me lay it That's on you. It's one. almost as bad wait, as wait, when my, kn- four, my seventh grade drama teacher would say rigmarole. Rigmarole is a great word. I love oh a rigmarole. Oh my God. Me and my classmates would make so much fun of her for saying that. She'd be like, that is enough of this rigmarole in here. You need <laughs> wait, to calm down. Do you know that scuttlebutt up. is a thing or do you think I just made that up? It sounds like a thing but it just no, sounds like i'm sure it's a thing but it just sounds scuttlebutt's funny. like an old-fashioned term for like gossip old. it sounds very old-fashioned <laughs> i know that but that i'm trying to bring i don't it back. doubt it no I'm, yeah, as of this it moment, ain't I'm coming back sorry uh, no I'm, I'm bringing it back actually i think i just brought it's it it's like back. an old person's word for dro- like well, gossip right i feel like if um <laughs> someone at the level of maybe like strings was using the word scuttlebutt it could actually come back like a big it's influencer of our time no, i'm not gonna use it 
Oh, okay. Well, then forget it. Because <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, I'll just keep trying to make it a Why thing until some major influencers can get on this. Um, Why did you decide you wanted to make it a thing? Well, I really didn't. It just, it actually just like pooped just, out of my mouth. Just just out. What does it mean? Scuttlebutt means like gossip. It's like an old fashioned. This is a real term. I'm telling you guys. I don't doubt you. It's, it's just like an a old funny, term. like ridiculous old person. I'm gonna term say from like the maybe the fifties, like the fifties or sixties. It was like a term for gossip. Maybe even earlier than that, it meant like gossip. Like here's the latest Dominic, news. I the don't doubt you in the slightest. <laughs> okay, I totally well, believe this. No, and to now be I'm fact, and now I'm merely educating. Is what I'm. The doing. education I need to give you is that it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it never will be. But honestly, when you say no, that, no, it makes no. me want to say it more, though. Carry on. So what was the, this is the scuttlebutt? Scuttlebutt. Ooh, see, look, I got him to say it, and now it's a thing. So, boom, coming at you. Hardcore, <laughs> left and right. Oh, it was oops. really funny. Who? Right. What? Yes, Who? I mean, strings. Oops, oh, sorry. strings? Oh, okay. Ooh. Didn't know you were talking about it for a second there. <laughs> um, anyways, the latest scuttlebutt is... <laughs> Kanye West has uh, gotten on the old uh, Twitter. Oh, yeah. Right. Have you heard about this? Uh, oh, strings? yeah. Yeah. You know him? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Sick. Um, <laughs> so yeah. he recently was tweeting about Trump, and I thought, uh, you haven't heard about this, Laura? Oh, wait, that he's like down? with him yeah he's like down with right the Trump. He's what like, else i forgot he's, he's like mogging out yeah right now. wait but what like what's the actual like the specifically what did he say recently because i know he said stuff in the basically past, like he well to give a little context he just came out of the woodwork after a long period of radio silence from all social media or whatever uh to basically announce that he's putting out apparently five albums this summer <laughs> I don't doubt which it. is the first probable lie of all of this yeah. uh Though it seems like maybe he's produced some of them are like him producing whatever, uh, but he's gonna put out a whole bunch of albums and and because of that now he's back on Twitter and uh, promoting in his sort of way, which is basically just like saying a bunch of crazy ass shit to get a lot of attention. And you know what? It's working. I don't because doubt here it. we are. CNN is writing about Kanye right now I don't doubt because it. he's just bringing up Trump. Because pretty much all you got to do. Uh, to get press now is to just bring up Trump or and support then, Trump <laughs> or really support Trump, which is basically what he's doing. So he tweeted out, <clears throat> you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we have the right to independent thought. Well, and- he, he was saying dragon energy dragon. Not, not dragging oh right? dragon yeah dragon, dragon. Like, like daenerys targaryen yeah I like, got a, it. like a large dragon yeah. that would I burn through yeah, villages yeah. this is lit <laughs> <laughs> and then he tweeted out a picture of him wearing a make america great again hat and then he like tweeted oh and then fucking so then donald trump tweets back at him thank you kanye very cool which I have to say, like, is there anything in this fucking world that is less cool than Donald Trump telling you that you're very cool? I can just imagine the way it sounded when he said it. He was like, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> like, he saw, very cool. like he saw fucking Kanye West's tweets, which, by the way, like, what are we even talking about right now when we're talking about the president of the United States who's like keeping up with Kanye's latest tweets. Mm-hmm. But 
He sees this and feels a need to make a statement as the president of the United States to Kanye West, uh, beginning and ending as, thank you, Kanye, very cool. Yeah, why shouldn't he? It's and like then a big, big push for him on behalf of a pretty powerful entity. I guess so. Um, but then, on the other hand, who gives a shit? <laughs> Kanye tweeted out a picture of his MAGA hat um, that's like signed. And he's like, oh, my shit's signed or whatever. And, and then a bunch of fire emoji symbols. And then Donald Trump tweets back MAGA. So really, like, that's it. Um, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. You know, Well. thoughts. Kanye wants to be president in 2020. So what are you gonna do? So he says. Though he's oh, no, 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 not 2020. Yeah, he, he wants. He's down to let <laughs> Trump. Oh, be president again. Bump. Yeah, he's gonna in he, 2020. <laughs> so he's bumped back his own shit to 2024 now. Oh, okay. Because he wants what, eight what years of Trump. Nice dude. Yeah, he's like making room for for Trump to keep on doing his thing. Well, you know, he's a big thinker. Maybe he's right. Mm. <laughs> Well, Dominic showed me some uh, fun video tonight of uh, Kanye West on the Ellen DeGeneres show. From two years ago. On a rant. Yeah, from A two somewhat years. infamous appearance that he made. Have you seen that, Strings? Um, you have to refresh my memory. <laughs> it's uh, basically uh, he went on Ellen DeGeneres and uh, sort of like made these very grandiose but like nonsensical statements about life and sort of philosophy. And he's like talking about how the greats of our time are all dead and that no one alive is like currently at the level of Picasso or whatever. And it's like, it, but basically he wasn't asked anything. He just like goes on an eight minute rant without being asked a question. And, like, covers all these, like, various... Basically, he's having, like, a manic episode live That's in front cool, of you. man. Dropping some knowledge. <laughs> dropping some knowledge. <laughs> it's true. You know what? He was dropping some knowledge. It's pretty sick. Um, anyways. Um, but what's up with you besides that? Anything else? Well, I was going to ask Strings what he's up to. I feel like okay, uh, I actually want to know a little more about our guest this oh, evening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've just been cooking up in the studio hella much these days. <laughs> Oh, so we've been cooking up mad tracks. We've been. What are you? Uh, well, yeah. What are you working on right now? Damn near lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Fever Moon album on its way. We got. Uh, oh, I heard some tracks. I heard yeah. some some sick sick uh, beats. Wait, yeah, from that, that shit was a work in progress, but that shit's getting better. Oh, it was. And then we, it was it was lit. It was litty. It was litty litty lit lit. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. Yeah, so you're working on your Yeah, we got on, that. We got, we got Weston. some G- That's John Weston. Yeah, right? that's right. John Weston okay. on the vocals on the Fever Moon. <laughs> we got um GC Martin coming up in the studio on some hip hop, some dope beats. G- GG you know? Martin and the Saturday Night Live All Stars? <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh-oh. Damn, you're rolling hard these days. Rolling I did hella not. hard. I did yeah. not know you was up in that shit. No. <laughs> Tell Gigi I said what's that? Tell that, tell that boy I said, Yeah, okay, we'll do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that it, or did you have more stuff? Oh, I mean, I don't know. You're just in the studio. That's it. Just in the studio. That's it. That's it. Just cooking up. That's, cooking up. that's it. That's lit. Yeah. I mean, sick. <laughs> yeah. GG's. Yeah. I mean, when can people time. expect the first uh, drop? Damn near pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh now what's like God. pretty soon is that like in a month in a few months like, um, like, 
<laughs> well, you know, we actually oh, just, dropped, like we just dropped a we just dropped a track a couple weeks ago oh, okay, for G C Martin. Yeah. So Yeah. That was Oh that's so that's out. Martin. Oh, so that's out right now. Yeah. Oh, uh what's that shit called? Sorry. Uh, what's that fire called? Yeah, that shit's fire. <laughs> lit fire. Yeah. It's uh, on fire. It's lit on that's fire. That's like some lit one oh one up it? in that shit. What was it? <laughs> it is literally lit on fire. <laughs> Shoot, I don't know. You could it's find a it. Modern on my, lit up I, I, think I think the link is still on my Instagram. So oh strings. yeah, that's that's S T R N G S. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, strings no, with no I. I, no I. Because you don't I, put yourself in it. That's right. I, you remove yourself. I'm egoless. You you, you remove yeah. the I. I'm from, grounded. Egoless. Yeah. I totally get it now. Yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. That's tie. It's like you. It's almost like you can't really know the person behind it. It's more like just. The, f- the figure that they put forth. Yeah, we taking the eye out of strings. It's just the figure of speech. Right. Yeah. It's sort of just like a persona of a sort of kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Lit. <laughs> What's up with you, Laura? Uh, just chilling, you know, doing my thing. Uh, yeah. Got strings up in the house. <laughs> I don't know. We were going to talk about bathrooms. Oh, yeah. So recently we went to... Um, Saturn Cafe. We went to Saturn Cafe. In Berkeley. Uh, got myself a Beyond Burger. It was underwhelming. Was it a Beyonce burger? Oh no, I'm sorry. Impossible Burger. Impossible Burger. It was, oh, it was okay. underwhelming. And uh, an Impossible Burger is to be noted because Dominic was on a rant about how awesome they were. Because they're like yeah, Impossible really... Burgers are like this uh, veggie burger that is made from a compound found in all living things called heme. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's H E M E. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Heme or heme. I'm not really sure what you mm-hmm. say for that. <laughs> Basically, they discovered that this is like something that makes meat taste like meat uh, and they they put it in whatever the Sorry. fuck. Sorry, Strings had to yeah, cough. There he had a little a cough. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Even, Anyways, basically, even. I've had an impossible burger for it was very good. This was an underwhelming one, but that's beside the point. Uh-huh. What, uh, but, you know, anyway, you went to the bathroom. So I had to use the bathroom and. Um, Tell me about that. This was, I guess, the second time that I've had this experience in my life at this mm-hmm. point. But mm-hmm. they had gender neutral bathrooms, but they were multi stall. So that was a little. Intense. So both genders. Both genders. They had two but bathrooms. Only, no both, urinals, right? Oh, but they always no, had that, even at the Santa Cruz one. No. Okay. No, oh, really? they did not. Yeah. No. Yeah. That no. was always a. Wait, you're right. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I never went. That's just progressive. <laughs> I guess you're right. Actually, yeah. No, oh, but... And I never so liked you, that. So you've <laughs> been see, in more than twice. Well, then. okay. I guess it's three times then. But the thing is, is when it happened in Santa Cruz, like I realized that that was like not normal. And I was like, I'm just not going to use a bathroom here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was... I don't... See, I don't remember. It didn't have like a du- dual sex symbol on the bathroom door. Mm-hmm. which is what it has now basically it was just mm-hmm. like a bathroom and i thought i think what i thought when i went to the one in santa cruz was that i accidentally went into the wrong bathroom because it like didn't have a sign bathroom because they don't have you know how some bathrooms public bathrooms they don't have like a very clear sign it'll well, be like it'll be like a fireball and then the other one will be like an icicle and you're supposed to know which one means which uh-huh. you know what i mean so these don't have urinals though no this one did so the one in berkeley did I think yeah, it had a urinal. Urinal. Oh okay, all right. Well, I'm not proceed. I all didn't I go know to the bathroom, is that so. it was weird because I was in there and there was someone else in the other stall and I was like, 
is that a man or a woman? <laughs> That's so know. interesting to me that like, I was just it, like, it, it was it psyched me out because it matters. It just does. I don't know. That's so strange. But well, I think but walk it's like, me through why. Walk me well, through. Well, I guess there is just a certain. Sorry, you could say your question. No, no, again. that's it. Walk me through why that matters. Well, you know, growing up my whole life, you know, I've always been used to just having it's like going in the women's room and mm-hmm. it's only women. And like, mm-hmm. there's just no element of like any possibility. I don't know. I guess there's a possibility of like there being some weird form of sexual tension, but like you just feel like that is where you you know that's that's what it is it's a women's bathroom and mm-hmm. like to have there be men in there like it's just a different vibe it's almost like man what if you know how like on some bathroom stall doors you could see through the crack or whatever you can and i used to actually note that as a child because when i would walk into a public bathroom and i would sometimes even look through the crack just to see a naked person <laughs> <laughs> like and i think it was like a novel thing but like Wait, if there how, was a but guy, how, but I don't how know. How are you really seeing when, even if you, you could, can see stuff? <laughs> but what really could you? Whatever, so could you see though? They're just sitting down. You can see someone wipe, <laughs> or you could see well, their crotch. I guess, I guess you could while see they're wiping. Wipe, if someone was wiping and squatting, you could actually just see their whole private part. I guess so, but like you'd really have to like be just peering through the cracks, though. Yeah, you did. You could. You oh, could. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I just basically just don't feel a hundred percent comfortable with it, to be honest. I just don't. Mm-hmm. It's well, not normal for me. I heard. I, don't, I heard the girls' room is better. It is. Oh, and also like men's rooms are notoriously dirtier than women's rooms, and I've been because I've been into a men's room before, and like it totally smells like piss every time. So I guess I've been to a couple men's rooms. <laughs> full disclosure um and like my brothers always tell me that they're like really dirty and stuff but women's bathrooms no, they may, that may can check out. be dirty women's bathrooms can be dirty but they're definitely not as bad that may and, check out like you know just because women are not peeing standing up and like getting shit on the floor or whatever mm-hmm. all the time so it's just not it's just a whole different ballpark but here's the thing i'm not against like single stall gender neutral bathrooms at all like i mean that doesn't bother me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i just don't yeah, I don't know. There's something a little bit un. I don't feel completely at ease with having, you know. Now I understand that. I guess it's different for girls, but I just don't feel like the bathroom is a, is a place that anyone is going to like have some sort of you know sexual awakening of any kind. You know, like like no no one's really. I, I don't feel like people are going in the bathroom to try and like I don't know get with someone or 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 you know the i mean i just i just don't get that i just don't understand that really maybe they weren't but maybe i mean i just think it could be different you know what i mean like because this is a new thing and so i don't know i just for me there is a kind of a weird tension you know what i mean like it's a whole different like Con- level of consciousness like to know like, like if there's a guy like in the next stall either taking a dump or taking a piss that is a weird thing there's yeah. just something different about that you know what i mean and like for me to know that there's a guy on the other side of a very thin door knowing that i'm in this bathroom and it's weird to you because he could be sexually attracted well to you i don't think then... it's about sexual attraction there's just a weird tension i don't yeah, know what it i is. mean isn't it weird if there's anyone whether it's a, a little bit or, but or a girl well for like, one you know I'll tell you this. I do not go poo like in public bathrooms, period. Like it just doesn't happen because uh-huh. you don't poo. Exactly. But um, <laughs> but to go pee like with a girl on the other like in the bathroom is not to me that doesn't matter. You did that the other day. No, I didn't. On Grand Avenue. Wrong. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, you guys hang out a lot? Um, yeah. We've seen each other. Damn near. Here and there. All Damn. the time. Damn near all the time. <laughs> Sick. So you're totally That's cool like, with multi with gender neutral multi stall bathrooms? Doesn't yeah, I mean, I well, I mean, for one, I mean, you know, as far as the sexual tension goes, that I guess technically has already been happening for me all through time. But the thing is, is I really am not thinking about the dude's dick next to me. I don't think I, people are thinking that either necessarily. It's just what I'm saying is like as a as a man who's attracted to men, right? Like. I have been in the bathroom with the sex I'm attracted to my whole life. And you're not thinking And I'm about never it. thinking like, you know, how can I try and see this guy wipe? Well, maybe you're not <laughs> like, thinking that. Like, I'm not going to be attracted to somebody wiping their ass, you know? Or like taking a big old that. dump and like farting all over the place. Like, none of the things that happen in the bathroom are like of, of turning a, me on. Of you know? a sexual nature. No, you know, it's just like people relieving themselves. So That it's might like, be true, but it's also kind of just like the idea that this woman is like, pulling her pants down right now and the guy is like right on the other side of the door i mean mm -hmm. that's the thing you know what i mean i don't know there's just something to that so but i mean then you know uh i don't know like it's just not i'm not totally comfortable with it if mm -hmm. i were to be completely mm -hmm. honest well you know there we have it should we talk about the duchess or what we could wait is there anything else to say i mean i don't know do you have anything further any further announcements um Oh, we have some email. Oh, do we? Okay. We do. Let's get to that, actually, before okay. we get into the... Um, we got two pieces of email. Nice. Number one. A question. A question submitted. Hi, Dom and Laura. I hope you're doing well. I recently watched the Hannibal TV show and wanted to start watching other movies that are similar. What movies have the same vibe as that TV show? Hannibal TV show? I haven't seen I this haven't TV seen show. I haven't seen Have you, Strings? Hannibal? Is that about... The Silence of the Lambs. So that's what I was thinking. So, you know, person, uh, here's the deal. Is it with Anthony Hopkins? No, uh, none of us have seen Hannibal, but look, I love Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> what movies would I recommend that you watch that have the same vibe as the TV show as Hannibal? <laughs> I would recommend The Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I would recommend. Recommendation. You know? but it, it stars um, Hannibal. <laughs> and Clarice. Hannibal. Oh, maybe check Hannibal, out... Hannibal, the film, indeed. I saw that film on my birthday uh, many yeah. years ago. Yeah, Dude oh, eats his own brain. Oh, that part is wild. It's yeah. lit. That shit is lit. No, but what uh, about the movie Raw? She might oh, be Raw. Or he, who is it, boy or girl? I don't know. I mean, Actually, I don't know. Unless uh, Hannibal's like about a disabled kid named Hannibal that doesn't have any friends <laughs> i think it is based on i mean you can't really call something hannibal and have it not be about hannibal like oh, this i think there's a historical figure named hannibal oh really okay yeah. well i guess it could be but yeah. but my my real field of expertise oh. is lit and uh what is it uh oh what's oh man oh geez uh it's from uh, the late 90s i want to say maybe early 90s uh, mind, uh, Red Dragon. Red Dragon oh, yeah. is another that. film starring uh, Hannibal Lecter as well. Is um, Kanye West in it too? Uh, he is not, <laughs> with, uh, though he with, does have a dragon energy. With the Donald, same Trump. As Donald Trump, it is true. <laughs> is it about them? Their twin, their their separation at birth. Secondly, Dino writes in again. What's oh, up, shit. Dino? What's up, Big Dino fan. Pebble? I wonder if this is fan the number Dino one. That I know. It, 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 oh, <laughs> the Dino that you know. Yeah. Dino that I know. <laughs> Is this the Dino that I know? 
Dino, what's up? Is that you? Oh, you know that Dino uh, wrote in previously to let you know to keep on doing uh, the voice that you do and don't change it. Yeah, he it. told me that he... Right. I I'm, mean, it totally could be Dino. I've been wondering if that was the Dino that I know or the Dino that I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do you know? Tell- <laughs> do you know Dino? Oh, hey, do, hey, do you so, know the Dino that I know? Do you know the Dino that I know or do you know the Dino that I don't know? That's all I want to know. <laughs> Do you know do, what I mean? <laughs> do, do, you, do you know what I mean? Do you know, do you know what I mean? Do not even talk about Dino right now because <laughs> I am about to go crazy up in here. Dino writes in, <laughs> Dominic, I'm glad you loved You Were Never Really Here. I thought it was great as well. Lynn Ramsey has actually directed four films. The one you left out is called Morvan Collar, which you can uh, watch if you have Amazon Prime. I also <laughs> thought she only made three feature films as I hadn't heard of Ratcatcher. I'll have to watch it. Peace, Dino. Dino, you're correct. I looked it up. I was wrong in the last episode. So correction to what I said. I did say that Lynn Ramsey had only directed three films because mm. I've seen three of the four of her films. But now I'm trying to see this uh, this fourth film of hers because I did quite indeed love me the... So, um, you were never really here. Dino, you know, there's a problem with all Dino, your, you know, your messages here. What's that? He never talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Oh, Dino, write I'm in again. and forgetting and, about the most important part of the show. And, you know, Laura, Laura needs some love over here. She's really not feeling it. Um, she needs to know that Dino she has... Dino don't even know me. <laughs> she needs to know that she has fans. <laughs> Whatever, I'm your though. fan. I'm your fan, Laura. Thank you. I'm your number one fan. Mm-hmm. I'll write in. Okay. I'll write in next week. That would help. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about... Um, the Duchess. Let's talk about The Duchess. Let's have you introduce... Okay. Um, the Duchess, 2008 film. The Duchess is a 2008 flick, <laughs> otherwise oh, known sorry, as, flick. starring the wonderful Kira Knightley, who mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of. Love her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch a lot of movies that she's in. She's, mm. um, and she does d- definitely do a lot of period piece dramas like this. And I this see that. is a movie about the wife of the Duke of Devonshire in England in like the late 1700s, and uh, it's sort of like uh yeah historical i don't even think it's it's like based on history it's drama yeah historical drama mm-hmm. and uh about relationship her, dra- yeah, her a relationship drama well, that's yeah. a real person yeah oh true story type of thing absolute absolute okay. so it's Dope. yeah it's based on the duchess of of devonshire in england during like the 1700s and I didn't her marriage to i was watching it her dysfunctional marriage to her husband and the trials and tribulations that she as a woman must undergo mm-hmm. to uh essentially survive in the noble ranks mm-hmm. yeah and i actually had to like kind of really force dominic to watch this movie because he well, did not so much force I mean, oh I just, yes i, I, I put up the I was ever like, so let's slight watch the Duchess, and you're like i'm not into it well, but then I was like, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, like uh, Dominic doesn't really like period piece dramas, and I told him I that he hasn't given them a chance, which is true. That's basically yeah. true. And I'm like, dude, you got to watch some stuff. Now, I have to admit, I definitely like maybe overhyped this movie for you, <laughs> just because I remember, like, what I've now seen this movie like twice or three times <laughs> in as of, of in the last like year, um, just because I wanted to show Dominic a period piece drama that I thought was beautifully shot and well, well 
art directed. <laughs> uh-huh. But actually, I mean, there were some things actually watching it now with a little bit more of a critical eye, like and not as much of a just sit back and relax type of approach. I guess I'm seeing things about it that I could see maybe you not liking or not liking as a kind of film critic type. But mm-hmm. for me, as like in just in terms of like a popcorn type of approach, mm-hmm. I love it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the type of thing that I'm always looking for to relax mm-hmm. to and kind of just veg out on. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're all very excited to hear about what Dominic thought about this. So let's save him for last. Yo, this yeah, movie strings. this movie is lit. This movie be gassing hella hard to the top. It's gassing. That will not become pedal, a term. Pedal to the this metal. Movie, this movie, go see this movie. This is this is straight like great lit. Yeah, <laughs> go like, see this in theaters because it came yeah. out in 2008. Go see this on rent out a theater. On whatever you got, like go you see got this fire on red sticks, box. You got red box, what, whatever. Put it up Just on your go. 55 inch go. HDR Duchess Wait, 4K you, on, TV. Honestly, do you like this movie? Hell yeah. Yes. No, seriously? Yes. I'm telling people go see it. I'm t- I'm telling them go get that red box. Why do you go like get it? that fire stick? Why do I like it? Yeah. Oh. Great story, <laughs> great acting, great decorations, great sets, great um, like cinematography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great cinematicist. Yeah, m- mostly most Cin- of oh, wait, great most cinematics. of anything. Most Cin- of anything. Cinematic feeling. It's like yo. It's like uh, about like you know the intricacies of like relationships and like. The intricacies of feelings and shit. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's what it was for me. Okay. It was. Yeah. I mean, like it's like it's like you know it was she, like got, she gotta she gotta think about like she gotta be real about who she is and she but she gotta be real about her responsibilities at the same time. Responsibilities. I, you know that shit is that shit is real. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you, Strange. Yeah, that's. I do appreciate. That's a big uh, one. Love. That's a big, big statement. Uh, yeah, big statement from from Biggie Smalls over here. <laughs> Biggie strings, big string, string cheese. All right. <laughs> big, big string cheese. Yeah, that's right. Um, <clears throat> what did I think? Yeah, what did uh, you think? <laughs> I enjoy this movie. I mean, I love just it's a visual just feast for the eyes. You know, I mean, it's like. Yeah, as I said before, I love Kira Knightley. I think she does a great job in this movie, as with every movie I've seen her in, pretty much. But um, and I, I love the costumes; it's just gorgeous. Like so many great things to look at. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have to admit, the music—I mean, this time I really noticed it. Like, the music is just ridiculous. I mean, no. it's like overplayed so much, and it's really dr- like melodramatic no. and extremely loud. No, it's good. <laughs> like. Uh. In terms of when it comes into the scenes and like how loud it actually gets in a non-diegetic way, that's just legit. (laughs) I mean, Anton. Excuse me. (laughs) My opinion, not yours. And anyway, he's chiming in. Yeah, you can chime in. It's fine. Strings, it's fine. Um, But other than, I mean, if the music. I mean, this was was the third time in a year that you saw this. That is true. That is true. Plus, you're like all worried because you're showing it to Don. I know. No, and (laughs) then I exactly. You're gonna be hating. No, you it's just funny because love. I Laura, love what you love. You no, know, I, I, you gotta have that love. <laughs> <laughs> One love. No, but I have to say, I it's an it's definitely a great like 
if you like period piece dramas like me and it's like comfort food for you, this is a great one because it's full of all kinds of like just fun scenes. Is this like one of your favorite? No, I mean, it's not one of my favorites, but I like it a lot. And it's, I mean, after showing you this and while we were watching it, I was thinking, oh, I wonder if we should have kicked you off with like a different movie that was a little bit more. What? Well, Anna Karenina could have been a really good one because that one is like very artistically create like it has a lot uh, of interesting postmodern no it's not yeah, it is. Anton you haven't even seen Anna Karenina in Saw like a long together time in theaters. I know but trust me that movie is amazing <laughs> like it's really well made uh-huh. and it uh, has a really mm-hmm. interesting approach and like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was really interesting the story behind how that was made we'll talk about that another time but um but anyway, I I love I like this movie a lot. And um if the music would have been toned down a little bit, then it would have been like much mm-hmm. more I think higher ranking, I think, in terms of just like actual cinema um you know, stature. <laughs> but I do like it. But everything this. doesn't need to be at that. No, it's not like a high art movie, but at the same what? time there are artistic things about it, but like the music to me brings it out of that no, no, that kind no, of no, level. No. Mm-hmm. The music it makes it much more uh, mainstream. Is a ten? Okay, <laughs> but it's definitely well made. It's like it's like well made, and I think as a movie overall, it's pretty much you know it's uh-huh. pro. Uh-huh. What did you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what did I think? Uh, <laughs> well, Kira Knightley is gorgeous. No schnip. I mean, she definitely. She's gorgeous. She's got a look. I know, and you can't stop looking at her. She really uh fills the frame nicely she does you know? she uh she's captivating to watch and um, she's a good actress she definitely her hair filled the frame her yes. hair fills the frame it's true uh oh, do you think she's a good actress yeah she was fine i don't know i mean yeah oh, okay i didn't I thought you were gonna be like no I yeah she was like fine that. no she was good she's no she's good she's good uh, uh-huh. perfect um what else do i like uh <laughs> the uh art direction was good was very obviously uh-huh. it's very good i uh-huh. mean you know definitely puts you in a time and place and nothing ever takes you out of it it's just you know lots of eye candy to look at now is it particularly my cup of tea is it is it my kind of thing my personal eye candy uh the answer is no no oh my it's God. not it's really? not my personal Mm. thing like for me the aesthetic of this film while it fully indulges in it and i think if you have an interest in this aesthetic then you're gonna love it because it's like total just you know a treat then for you Mm -hmm. but this aesthetic to me is just for some reason it just has never really grabbed me that much Mm. uh and it it can the aesthetic of this film continued to to not really grab me wait have you ever seen atonement no oh okay never mind um you know, I think for me, the biggest thing that was holding me back from liking this movie was it was just very, it's all plot and like not really much in the way of character. Like, who is she really? Like, what, how does she, f- what, 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 like, what is her, what makes her tick? Like, what does I she feel, enjoy well, in life? You know, I feel Yo, like she's she has a teenager a- and she's horny. No, wait, she had a, she actually did have a character arc. I mean, I feel like she definitely changes. I mean, in the beginning, she's like this sprightly, like innocent girl who is, you know, easily swayed by the, you know, idea, prospect of marrying into wealth, basically, as, you know, her mother directed her to do. But then she 
is she's doing what she's told actually you know it's really not even about character it's really about kind of the role of women and sort of how what kind of trials women were forced to endure during those times oh totally. that's what all these movies are always about and i the liked women the off- message i mean the the it's an interesting predicament that she finds herself in uh which is obviously of the time um and place uh but for me i would be more invested in that story mm-hmm. if i felt like i really deeply cared about who she was on like more on a level beyond just like the plot points that are happening and they happen rapidly i mean the plot is happening really? very quickly hmm. in my opinion and it's like a high point of drama from high point of drama it's just like boom 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 i was whole... actually thinking that it wasn't going fast enough maybe for you like i was like oh are i guess it took him a mean, while to get like... to this point but hey well no i'm not <laughs> i mean i mean not, not for to me, say but... i wasn't bored because i was damn in, like, it the second half of the movie but <laughs> you were the... bored in the second half yeah oh, i felt like the first half was pretty engaging hmm. um but then it just never really like got on a deeper level it just continued to stay at like and now this happens to her and now this happens to her and it just felt like sort of rapid fire plot without much time to really understand like why like why and i'll get why? to okay. specifics as, as to the things that was really like questioning but I didn't feel like I knew her enough to care about her choices that much. Hmm. Um, I feel like they actually showcase some of her. I felt like we knew him more. I felt like we knew. I got a a better sense of who her husband was because he was able to know himself more in that time. I think that was actually a commentary on the times and like how women were not really able to express themselves the way men were. The story is about her though, and I wanted to know her more. And I feel like things were just kind of happening to her, and we do get her reaction to those things. And so I guess we're learning somewhat about her through her reaction to all of the plot that is just like kind of being thrown at her. I don't know. She says some stuff that's actually pretty revelatory of her character, like. Mm-hmm. When she's at the dinner table, she actually is very well spoken and able to express her ideas very clearly and concisely mm-hmm. about, you know, freedoms and rights and like what mm-hmm. people are allowed to do in that time. And, you know, she's at the table with all these like male patriarch type mm-hmm. figures. And they're talking about allowing and people freedoms. In that. And that's like interesting because she clearly like wants progressive you know, she wants progression to happen. That was a point politics. in the movie that I was still very much on board with it. Yeah, and I like, star- she I, believes in that kind of The movie started in a way that I actually was intrigued and interested in what was going to happen. Um, but I think I just, like, I think I just got fatigued with um, just the further the developments. Like, I just, I didn't, I, I just was caring less and less about ultimately what happened because it just seemed like it was all such high drama that at a certain point i was like okay this is just it turned into like melodrama for me it turned into like too much i think the music really contributed to that the music contributed to it but also just my lack of like personal investment in her character see i feel like the way that kira knightley is able the her acting actually to me gives so much life to her character it's like in her micro expressions and her performance is is great and that's why i feel like i can connect with it because i feel like you're looking at a person who's going through these experiences but with the amount of experience they've had in the life of the Mm -hmm. character like Mm -hmm. you know she's raised to basically do as she's told to just be an obedient wife and give her husband what he wants which is a son 
mm-hmm. and like to not ask questions and to just be a very superficial figure in mm-hmm. the life of this other this male patriarch i don't know ultimately it just wasn't my thing right on i guess so let's get to spoilers fail on my part <laughs> no it's fine i should have shown you anna karenina first I mean, I'm actually a little shocked that you would think I would like this because I, for you to say that I would like well, it, I was expecting it to be like really either arty yeah. or really dark. And no, it wasn't I either guess, of those I things. guess I was just hoping you'd get sold on cinematography or like the, the cinematography visual. is beautiful, absolutely. But maybe it's, that wasn't enough. I think... I mean, it's great. It is beautiful. But I also great. think it's well acted, but actually... I mean, it's a crazy story. It is you know? a crazy story. It's a crazy story, but w- without characters that I deeply care about, a crazy story doesn't really. Well, like, I'm with me. you there. I no, I mean, I usually feel the same way, but I, I don't care feel about her. I care about her. <laughs> well, good. I, look, I'm glad. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you do. No, I, I, I do care about. Obviously, I care. Sh- it didn't like, seem empty to so me. So spoiler time, yeah. Yeah, I think we should get into spoilers. But, oh, but by the way, Anna Karenina is artsy, and I actually do think that maybe. Well, maybe you won't care about that either. I don't know. But like it, this was very sta- like it while was the standard issue. While, while the sta- while the cinematography was uh, beautiful, it was also like pretty standard. Like the lighting yeah. is like pretty just kind of flat, and it's it just. Was, well, it, on but brand. the color it's like the Fair. colors are beautiful yes but what that, i'm saying is like and you know for the most part when people are talking it's just some like over the shoulder shots it's like it's not like experimental anyway it's, well no it's but there were some really the cool course. wide shots where they were like it was really well the framed. one that you pointed out is even before you said anything i was like well this is my favorite shot so far but there's and other shots that. there were other shots like that that are just and it's like, a great boom. shot I mean, the wides are great. There's I love like the wides. There's like a few wides that are really great. You know, really well, like, positioned. Basically. The rides, the, the wides. <laughs> the rides. We all watched <laughs> the archetypal period piece drama. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it pretty much encompasses it, the subject matter. the most archetypal yeah. one you could have watched. Probably. Well, good. Well, I actually think that's kind the of. best way to be introduced to a genre then. And then now I know this genre is but then again, truly not for me. I think that if you gave Anna Karenia a shot, you might feel differently. Because that now, one is like, if this it is genre, more experimental. And yeah, it's more artsy. Experimental, artsy, or, you know, dark and are three dark. things that could pull me into any genre. I guess I thought and you for might example, like this too, Phantom though. Thread mm-hmm. did pull me in to even though it's not like at that this, old. it's not that old or whatever. But it pulled me in because it was artsy and dark <laughs> and unique in some ways. I think uh, that despite its aesthetic, which I still ultimately am not that into, <laughs> I loved it. You know what I mean? How can you not be into it? It's just so opulent and like rich I just and per- beautiful. Personally, it's like. I don't know. It's a little too much for me. It's like a little. Wow. But that's just personal. Wait. Just personal. Is it, isn't, guess, what about the story? I mean, isn't it an interesting story at least? It's a dramatic story. I guess um, I thought you'd be into it because it is a kind of a dark tale. You know what I mean? some like hard not, choices that you got to make. Yeah. Some hard choices yeah, you got to make. Yeah. It's a hard. There's like. Yeah. There's hard choices, I suppose. Let's get <laughs> to spoilers because I feel like I want right. to talk about that. Okay. Uh, so we're going to be spoiling this film <laughs> if you haven't seen it. Did you think... Okay, yeah. The Duchess. So if you, if you haven't seen it, now would be the time to tune out. Just to clarify, did you think it was a bad movie? Uh, no, I thought it was a very well-made film. Oh. Uh, but it's just not very you. much not for me. Okay, fair enough. Like, it's just not my aesthetic. Fair enough. I don't think it's a bad film, no. Uh-huh. No. So, spoilers. Spoilers. Um, so, like, for me, the ending of this film was also a kind of just big old, like, just plop. It was just sort of like, okay, so 
what's the ending of this movie? I mean, it's just like sort of a stalemate. Like, okay, so... Yeah, but that's how it was for her. I know, but that's not interesting to me. That's like, you know, I, I know that's the truth, I guess. And I guess mm-hmm. this is based on a true story. And I didn't even know that when I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, you you know, if it's based on a true story, I guess you kind of just have to tell the truth. But like, for me, that this all these dramatic turns and stuff while I'm interested in the ultimate statement it's making on like, you know, the patriarchy, um, Mm. I don't really feel like it ended in a spot that like left me fulfilled in any sort of way. It's just sort of like, okay, well she loves this guy, but, and they both love each other, but they're both just going to be in these separate relationships. Um, and then she gives up her baby and she's, you know, torn apart by this, but ultimately she just moves on and lives on and that's it. And I'm like, okay. She gave up her baby? Yeah. I thought she got back. No, she didn't. Well, she was able to visit her on occasion, but like, she had to give her baby to, to like. What is the what is the ending? It's that she had to carry on, like despite, you know, her troubles basically, and that she, she still maintained a certain like kind of influence on the people, mm-hmm. and was and basically she went on to maintain her, her I guess, position. As a noble woman and as a yeah a person of influence mm-hmm. and, and she just has to put up with it I guess and and yet she was like totally enslaved at the same time so mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting dichotomy because she had this power over you know her subjects mm-hmm. who were underneath her but also admired her for like her beauty and her grace and elegance mm-hmm. and also like did have a certain kind of influence in her words but it's interesting too that the guy that she. Well, what's interesting to me is that her husband in the movie says, you will never, you'll never live in this fantasy world that you think you're going to have. And that in the man that she's having an affair with or whatever, Charles, whatever his name is. Oh, right. Will never, baby. he will never become. Yeah, the baby she has out of. Yeah. Right, right. She says, he says web, he will never wedlock. become. Okay. He will never, let me finish. Yeah. That he will never become the prime minister. And he does become the prime minister. And, you know, in some way she does kind of, I think leave her mark on in history as being, you know, well, both a woman of her time, but then in a way ahead of her time. And though she didn't get to live to like see, you know, the freedom that ultimately she was hoping for, for women mm-hmm. that maybe, you know, she had some influence in that way. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I don't know. It's also just, it's hist- it's history. So it's just, I guess it's history, but I, I mean, I didn't know it was history. And for me, I didn't know that until the end credits when they started popping up with like the facts basically. And then I was like, Oh, this is all based on a true story. Interesting. And I guess like in retrospect, it's a little more interesting if it's based on a true story, but I was viewing this as just like a film and a story that's being told to me with like a beginning, middle and end. And I personally felt like the ending was just, it just sort of happened. And then it was like inconsequential. Well, all right. All right. So like basically what it is, is it like she marries a duke mm-hmm. right a dude yeah a duke he's a uh, he's like boring and he does he's not cool mm-hmm. he, he he ain't cool yeah he's hella not cool yeah uh and it's, but <laughs> and, and he's she's like and he's Holy like rapist. old yeah. he's he- he's like hella old mm-hmm. and and she's young and she's still you know got hormones going through her body and <laughs> she sees a hot guy and she wants she want who wasn't that hot by the way she want to go <laughs> for him not hot. right but uh <laughs> But uh, 
oh yeah and then but they oh, sorry, also ahead, like yeah. actually love have a mutual love for each other they both have they right. share an interest so that, in that, like she finds she finds politics. actual true love she finds true love but <laughs> but at the same time what she she she's got a family Right, she got yes. a kid yeah, she with. Leave, she's got a kid with the dude. She has three kids. She's got a kid with the dude. So like, she she's she's trying to decide. She's trying to decide. She she's trying to decide if she could should leave leave the Duke. Family or love? Right, right. For love, right. She that's a that's a real thing. It. But here's the thing: if she leaves, she's gonna be leaving her kid, <laughs> and that we got that. You know, so like, she no, yeah. ultimately she makes. The mature dis- decision <laughs> to give up love, to live a life of responsibility for her kid. Uh huh. But another decision could have been like, in a more dramatic way, she could have taken her kids. No, she couldn't. No, nah, <clears throat> nah. she never could. Ain't gonna that. happen. Her she husband? could have run away or something. No way, dude. She she, she could have done it. She could have been dramatic. No, that, How could she have done that? that she dude, wouldn't have any money. The Duke would have destroyed her reputation. Yeah, like, that basically, she wouldn't have worked. But for does, love, she could do that. For she's love. stuck. No, she's stuck. The thing and that about shit is that, real. Well, the thing about that time was that, like, if a woman, um, like, left her husband in that way, she would be considered damaged goods, tainted, and like totally just outcast from society, and like mm-hmm. be. Just where would she go? Unable to. She could, yeah, like, where could go she go? Starve. She'd like, have no money. Like, and, and also, well, the Duke is like the most powerful figurehead in the mm-hmm. land. Ain't no another internet thing, back then. Another thing I wanted to bring up as far as character goes that I didn't want to bring up in the non-spoiler sense is mm-hmm. like, what is it about this guy that she is so in love with? Like, it, it just, there was nothing about their relationship that got established as to like, why like why they're falling in love it's just like they are falling in love and i'm like no. yeah but that's they... what love is like you know <laughs> no Back it's then. not i mean to no. me love is like there is something that you see eye to eye with and there's like a deep connection there and well i mean beyond just like him being a younger hotter dude i guess i don't who... think he was just that though to her what is he that like well, why did they, why were they, they why had, were they he, they had a shared like interest in you know fighting for freedoms for people and stuff like that like he actually cared about women's rights and cared about mm. freeing you know abolishing slavery and he was fighting for actual cause and she believed in that about him she was she was she was enchanted by that because mm-hmm. she wanted the same thing and they were it's both just, like going to these rallies together and this, i guess the story felt really the, the story really felt fractured to me because it constantly is like shooting forward in time by like large amounts like the film takes place over the course of basically 7 to 8 years and like i just felt a disconnect between her journey because we don't see so much of it like uh well it, that's the thing about biopics I mean, like, yeah, but I guess I didn't realize it was a biopic or whatever. It didn't bother me. Um, but for me, it's just like, I mean, I understand that we have to shoot forward because she's having all these kids or whatever, and we have to shoot forward and show that she's had three girls and never a boy. Um, and that part was intriguing to me. I'm like, oh, okay, so she's never had a boy. Interesting. But then, like, she still has two more kids throughout the course of the film. And I'm just thinking, like, well, shit, we just missed nine months of her life. Like, what happened in these nine months? Like, nothing of significance? And... Well, I I think they're just trying to show the main bullet points. Obviously, that's what they do in biopics. But the other thing, too, about love in those times is like women back then, like often would just 
meet a guy this is how it was like a guy would meet a girl she would have like a coming out day or whatever where they would go to like some ball or whatever and then like she'd get asked to dance by a guy and then he would ask her to marry him like it would be like i get it's a different time obviously and like so for a woman to have as much of a connection as they had was actually pretty profound comparative compared to like what it was often like Mm -hmm. you know and usually a woman would just get married off by her father to a you know suitable person and yeah, of I mean, rank I, I, I and he had no rank you know they had no he had no uh like financial status apparently so I there was like know. a certain but i i get the chemistry you know they like had they a chemistry. had chemistry right yeah, they had right. Chemistry. it's like it's like when you when you meet someone that you like you know like <laughs> when you meet someone that you feel like you have a connection with you know and you think it's going to be you, you just like want to be with that person there's no explaining it and only that but, but I there's like there goes is that. sometimes explaining it as far as there's just like you do you, you connect on a level that you don't connect with other people on and yeah, well, well yeah. that's what but she here's did here's the thing they had not only did they have that inexplicable chemistry chemical connection but they also had a history with each other you know they they had known each other in their youth when they were free mm. and young and like much more innocent and they were like obviously attracted to each other at that point i just it wasn't then, rooting for them i just like wasn't really rooting for their relationship I just well i tell you this it. i didn't think he was hot enough for me to root for them but at the same time i would rather her be with him than the dude even beyond the hotness level of him which i agree was low (laughs) Low. um (laughs) it's like there's just still wasn't like i mean i don't know enough depth it just i mean i I guess they have good sex we see them have good sex it wasn't that good of sex well apparently in the context of things it's better than the sex that she's been having right they definitely first time i feel like they set that up they they set that up and they paid that off well with like okay they established that she has terrible sex with this dude and that she wants more intimacy through that uh scene with the other girl right which you know was like a little cheesy but it got the point across that like she wants intimacy you know she wants a deeper level of intimacy and so that was properly established and then when she does have sex with this moderately not hot dude um you know it's going off and then and then i get that like okay so she's having some hot sex with this younger boy uh you know great but i just i beyond that i wasn't really feeling much between them Really, ultimately, what I needed was just maybe like a smaller scale story that wasn't so grandiose and sort of like had these big swelling swelling moments that like you're supposed to be deeply invested in. Because I just, while I was feeling pulled along for the ride uh, in the beginning, I felt less and less interested in ultimately what was going to happen because it just all felt so dramatic that Uh it was like, oh, and now this shocking revelation. Right. He rapes her and now all this shocking revelation. Like it seemed like a soap opera to you? It was a bit of a soap opera. I have to say, I felt that was happening while we were watching and I was like, oh God, he's probably thinking this is like a soap opera, but... And it was. It's a very well shot soap opera. Yeah. An extremely well shot soap opera. I mean, sure. And I guess I'm into that. <laughs> well, great. I mean, more power to you. And I mean, I can enjoy like that, it. you know. And there, you're not alone, Laura. And and I would recommend it to anybody who does enjoy that kind of thing because it is a very well made version of that kind of thing, like a relationship drama, high drama, like high mm-hmm. stakes, and and there's like, you know. Uh, screaming and yelling and and you know it's like a real it's it's a very dramatic film i mean but the melodramatic element of it is not something that i particularly like like 
I would could do without the excessive music dictating every emotion I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> yeah, for real. And that that is cheesy. Like it would definitely be better without that. But I can definitely get into a movie like this just on a fun level, you know, without thinking too hard about sure. it. You know, and and you're not alone. And I'm sure many people do find this movie very fun. I guess we should have started with a different movie. I knew Anyways. this was the wrong choice for you. Damn it. <laughs> we gotta we gotta wrap it up here. But oh, well. um. Thank you to Strings for being on this episode. Um, great to have you on, and we hope to have you back for your second time at some point soon. Strings. Uh, Strings, hello. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sick, Hell sick. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of like were lost in your phone <laughs> over there. It's all love. It's all love. That's lit. Um, anyways, this has been uh, Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher on Wednesdays. Uh, if you dig it, share with a friend, subscribe, leave us a rating. And thanks to, or our intro and outro music is by Lauren Anton. I'm totally just like flubbing this right now. I'm like, I feel like a mess right now. It's very late. I wonder what you would think of Little Women. I don't know. Maybe. Should we watch that (laughs) next? Just don't know. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me. (laughs) 